0: good afternoon people this is Gary a Sweeby and we're now recording uh, an episode a special episode of the co-op this is an e3 special and you know we're just gonna be running down all the conferences that happened I'm here with Miss Dana Abercrombie how you doing Dana
1: I'm doing very well nice to be here
0: Cool yeah so uh you know we we already did a react for the Microsoft press conference because everybody, had a lot of thoughts and opinions on that so we had to get that done we were going to do a react for the sony one too but um you know it because that happened at 2 a.m in the morning and you know it was just it was way too late and yeah uh people had you know i had things to do the next day and everything so uh the scheduling didn't work out on that one but we are here to summarize all the other press conferences so you know from ea all the way through to nintendo we're going to give our brief thoughts and uh, a little review of, you know, what we thought of E3 this year. And of course, you know, um, the rest of the team, Richard, Max, JJ, uh, Tatiana, Tony, you know, they'll, they'll all be back, I believe on Friday and Saturday, you know, their flights are at different times. Um, So on the next episode of the co-op, you know, they'll be giving their thoughts from, you know, the perspective of people who are actually there. So definitely look out for that. But for now, you know, we're just gonna summarize our thoughts. So, uh, let's start with EA, which is the very first press conference that happened. Um, people were very vocal about this conference, but um, let let me get straight into it. Dana, what what did you think of the EA press conference? A- <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah, it was it
1: was it was pretty darn bad and then you know shockingly after coming off microsoft which was one of the best shows i'm gonna say but um ea was rather boring uh they announced a new star wars game they kind of like ambushed the guy it wasn't really much of an announcement it was an ambush that basically said that we're getting a new star wars game and people was really happy about that i however was just you know happy it wasn't battlefield but whatever um i will say that i'm anthem looked okay it looked like it here's the thing with anthem for me is that it looks like every other game i've played before and it's not original it looked like titanfall mixed with destiny mixed with uh remember old school halo so it i just didn't feel anything for it um it looked pretty but that's just about it my biggest takeaway is the unraveled sequel which is unraveled 2 you have to understand i played this game i'm gonna say it came yeah it came out in 2016 i love this game and the fact that they announced it they said it's it's here's what we have here's gameplay this is what it looks like and then they surprised us and was like you can play it right now so guess what i did it was 20 dollars, and guess what mama played mama played me some uh Unraveled and it was very good. I loved it so much Um, It's it's a one-player two-op so it's kind of like oh gosh Uh, You you ever play like the one of those Lego games and it's just you so you can switch in between the characters So you switch between basically it's like it's Yarny and now Yarny has this friend They've the horrible shipwreck you guys if you've seen it already know the horrible shipwreck and you're basically separated from all of your memories and all of the family that you once and the life that you once known. And now you have to recreate new memories and you know, that's very becoming of, of life. So you go on about yum with Yarny and he has this friend now and it's just you and Yarny trying to make it together and, 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 you know, plow through life. And it's the same, like the, It's like a puzzle-based thing, same format as before. However, I will say there is one downside, one small little downside is that it's not as charming as the original was. I can't really explain it, but that kind of like that same spirit and passion wasn't fully there, but for $20, it it is worth it. Very much so. So that for me was one of my highlights, the fact that I can play it right there battlefield five i know you guys are like really excited for it but i feel nothing unless you come out with bad company i don't i don't feel anything for it as all for so for me um it was just okay it was sleepy it was was, other than like the 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 thing the yarny that i mentioned unraveled and you know the announcement of like uh jedi fallen order they were like okay But I didn't really care for anything else other than that. Sorry. Oh, and also, I'm really disappointed that um, we didn't get any No Mercy remastered. Sorry. And Sea of Solitude, I will say that was interesting. Sea of Solitude was interesting, but my thing is that their presentations were so bad. All they did was kept talking and talking and talking instead of just showing us the game or any type of gameplay trailer to the point where they're talking so much. I don't think they fully explain what the game was. So but once you saw the actual gameplay footage, then you're like, oh, now I understand what they were spending an hour trying to say. So see a solitude. If you love depression and loneliness and isolation, that is the game for you.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, this was definitely the worst press conference um i can't even really remember like the full extent of how bad it was now just because we've been spoiled by good press conferences but uh yeah like th- this one was was terrible um sea of solitude and unravel 2 were probably like the best gameplay demos shown i think um yeah with sea of solitude the the lady you know she was clearly passionate about it but she spent way too long trying to explain it probably would have worked better if they showed the, the demo first and then had her come out and talk a little bit. But um, yeah, like it just because when you when you see Sea of Solitude, you're so impressed by it just visually that you're like, okay, yeah, she didn't she didn't need to spend all that time explaining it. Like we like it already, you know, we we're, we're already interested just by seeing it. So yeah, like just the fact uh how that happened, you know how how it showed after she was talking, it just kind of made. It avoided her whole speech, like we didn't need it. After seeing mm-hmm. it, um, Unravel Two was great, and it was great to hear that you know you could actually go and get it right away. That uh, I like those kind of announcements. Um, as gamers, you can never really go wrong with that, um, and it's a good game from what I've hit, I've heard. So
1: I've been playing it; it's excellent. I, I'm going to write a review for it later today. I'm almost done.
0: Awesome! Look out for that, people. But yeah, um, everything else was just bad and I was looking forward to battlefield and seeing more of the multiplayer and learning about the uh battle royale mode too but I feel like they didn't they didn't really give us much to go off of like they just said it will have battle royale and they showed like a short clip and everything but it it didn't give us you know any in-depth understanding of the the direction for the multiplayer so I was quite disappointed by that um fifa stuff I, i'm i'm really not into football so i don't care but i do know that ea has just got the license for the champions league so they can have the champions league in the fifa games now because before um it, i believe it was uh, pro evolution soccer that had the license to champions league so um you know now fifa has it so that that could be exciting for people who love fifa um mm that C- command and conquer game they i don't know why they spent so much time showing us a mobile game and I've, like i i've got fans who are really into rts and command and conquer and they're disappointed that ea are taking it in this direction you know by having it be a mobile game and stuff because it's likely going to have a lot of microtransactions and you know, a lot of those kind of barriers that, uh, like, cell phone games seem to have these days. Um, so, yeah, like, a lot of people aren't too happy about that. And I think it really slowed down the press conference, too. Just watching two people sit, sitting on their phones, you know, playing a game. Like, it was just a little awkward. Um, And Anthem 2, which they ended the show with, was... You know, um, like you said, it's like, it looks like every game, you know, it looks like Destiny, looks like Halo, um, looks a bit like Mass Effect, you know, a little, um, it, it looks a lot like other games we've seen before, basically, um, and so I, I feel like they needed to show something a bit more than what they showed, um, just to, just so we could see what's original about the game, what's unique, because we already know it's you know a Destiny slash um division you know style of game where it mixes the gameplay and storytelling you know element um i just want to see like you know it seems like the story is really not going to be that that in depth otherwise i feel like we would have probably saw some storytelling but because we haven't seen any storytelling it just seems like you know you you team up with your friends and you go on a bunch of missions. You level up, and then you know there's probably some sort of microtransaction as well. Um, and I'm looking for more than that, you know, at, the, at out of that game, especially because Bioware are known for creating, uh, you know, great stories and um, you know great RPGs that are that have so much depth within inside them. But this just seems kind of shallow. It doesn't it seems like it doesn't even have any depth at all so uh, that's my thing with anthem visually it looks great but what else do you have you know that, that's, that's all I can say about that game um, mm-hmm. so yeah overall EA is definitely the poorest conference uh, it had a lot of potential because you had battlefield there and you know anthem and you could have surprised us with a lot of other things too but nope. Uh, they, they did the typical EA thing and, you know, showed us stuff we didn't really want to see and, you know, didn't show us enough of the games that we do want to see. So, yeah, uh, definitely the worst of the bunch. So, the next one was Microsoft. We already, you know, kind of went over that. So, I uh, don't think we need to go back into that. Um, uh, so, after Microsoft, it was Bethesda. Uh, and. I'll go first with this one. So Bethesda, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, the only thing I wanted going into it was Elder Scrolls Six because you know that's it's one of their flagship titles alongside Fallout, and I, we're way overdue a new Elder Scrolls, especially because they kept pimping out Skyrim to different systems that you know that game they they joked a lot about that during the show which was hilarious you know it's glad to see that they're a bit self-aware and they know what they're doing and stuff like that but um yeah just the fact that skyrim's been on so many systems since it first came out in 2011 you know which was like 7 years ago or something um they've put it on you know it was, it came out last generation and they've put it on this generation and they put it on PC they put it on nintendo switch they put it on probably on mobile i'm not sure but it's been on so many different devices so um yeah uh, i think we we were way overdue a new elder scrolls and they of course teased it at the end of this show which is great um obviously it's probably too you know it's probably not far along for us to see anything more than a logo but just to know that it's coming is enough um Fallout 76, going into this, I wasn't sold on it, but you know, in this conference, they confirmed that it was an online game and they kind of talked through some of the things you'll be able to do. Um, And I guess the main thing that um, kind of uh, worries me a little bit, I guess, because I'm so used to Fallout being, you know, an RPG it you know it has storytelling, it has all these other elements, but at its core it's an RPG. And this online fallout that they're doing, Fallout 76, kind of seems like um it, you know, it's less about being an RPG and it's more about just being an online experience. And the thing is with that, it's like I don't know, like it it, it feels like the the fun will be based on who you're actually playing with and I guess that's why I don't like cuz I want to be able to hop in and on the game by myself and still enjoy it but it seems like if you play it by yourself there's a chance you can be put in a session with a lot of you know nuisance players who'll just come and attack you or destroy whatever you build or you know things of that nature just ruin your experience. So it's like I didn't want the entire experience to be based on you know the idea of playing with people because who knows like, if you just want to play it alone, who knows who you're going to end up with, you know? Um, but I don't know. It could be fun, I guess. I just don't see it as a game I, I would stick with in the long term. But maybe it could be good. Maybe they'll surprise me with it. Uh, and that's coming out this year. I think it was Nintendo. I mean, sorry, <laughs> November 14th. So that I think that game comes out November 14th. So that that's kind of soon. Um, considering we only just heard the announcement recently. But Bethesda's been doing that a lot in recent years. They've been announcing stuff at E3, and then it comes out later that year, like a few months later. So that's good. Um, They showed uh, a new Elder Scrolls mobile game as well. And I guess that looks cool for what it is, but I'm not that interested in mobile games, to be honest, but for people you know, who do enjoy that. It, it looks kind of good. Uh, they, of course, talked about Fallout Shelter. Uh, they talked about Elder Scrolls Online. And I just actually got into Elder Scrolls Online to play uh, the Somerset DLC expansion. So far, it's been okay. So uh, I'll have a few uh, a full review of that up at some point in the future. So look out for that uh besides that i don't think Bethesda really announced anything else i was crazy about um yeah i think that was pretty much uh th- those were like when Todd Howard came out for me like that's when the show got interesting and he's the one who talked about fallout and elder scrolls and you know all the the mobile games and everything so i enjoyed that part of the show but everything before he came out was just kind of meh to me But I do want to shout out um, Mr. Richard Bailey Jr., Hip Hop Gamer, and JJ, because they were on screen a lot during that conference. So that was pretty cool seeing them in the background. But what's your thoughts on Bethesda, Dana? Rage 2. Rage
1: 2, Rage 2, Rage 2. Andrew WK coming out was kind of like a wong wong wong. I was kind of confused about that. I just just don't like concerts during my conferences but it was great to see him he looks lovely but rage 2 looks crazy and the fact that the talking head that they showed in the game you can get that as a collector's edition that's amazing anyway yeah so rage 2 looked like i don't know it looked like a combination of mad max with some lsd mixed with all the drugs in the world that you've taken all at once um and it's very simple. It just seems like you just go around in the car and you shoot some bad guys. And, and and you go on foot and you shoot some bad guys. But um, it looks really sick. It looks very violent and just crazy. But um, yeah, that right there was like, that's a great way for me to like open a show, um, except for the concert. Other than that, um, Fallout 76. Starting out, I was not excited about this because I just don't like Fallout games. It was just something that's never for me. But the more that they kept showing, it was kind of like the opposite of Anthem where the the more they showed, the more excited I got for it. And it's nice to see color and trees. What is life? We got trees and grass? I'm kind of confused about this. I know it's a prequel. So it a prequel right before the... the um, um, the bomb drops. Is it taking place before, or right after the bomb drops? I'm confused. Yeah, it's I'm like, still
0: after the bomb drops.
1: So the bomb doesn't drop yet.
0: No, the bomb has dropped. Like it's already post-apocalyptic. Like it's yeah,
1: off now. trees and and grass and life. Wouldn't that just be eradicated right away? It's like it's nothing.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's- I'll look into it.
1: It's a little weird, but um, trees and grass. I just felt really happy inside watching that that um, gameplay in the trailer. So for me, that right there was the two main takeaways. Would Rage look like just like drugs? Um, Doom Eternal. I know they announced it. Um, it, it, it I know that they said it's going to have like twice as many demons, and and you know it's a sequel that we kind of should be excited for. And I know they're going to talk more during QuakeCon. In August, but I just really wasn't like excited. I've never been excited for Doom Game. So, yeah. Um, I know that Prey got a lot of stuff if you're like a Prey person. Um, and everything is free. So that's great for them. But I just, I'm not a Prey person. Wolfenstein, Youngblood, that I'm, I'm kind of happy about. I know that it stars BJ and Anna's twin daughters. So that right there was just, that's another highlight for me um let's see that that seems to be elder scrolls i know like you're really great but it's like mobile i don't i don't want mobile but other than that like those like fallout and rage 2 i got excited for that seems to be like it but it had a lot of energy and less talking and less weird like uncomfortable monologues so i'm happy for that
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I looked it up and uh, Fallout seventy-six is is set twenty years after the devastating nuclear engagement that turned what the I United don't know States into an a
1: How do you have grass and trees like Fukushima? They don't really still have like great vegetation and it's been years.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know. That I guess that doesn't make sense. Maybe they just want to try a different visual aesthetic i guess even though it doesn't make sense
1: and but, they're like the tomatoes still don't grow properly so i'm really confused yeah am i thinking too deeply into it because it's technically just a game am i too am i going too scientific with it and trying to get too accurate
0: yeah probably i guess like i get i don't think they want us to think that deeply about it i think they want us to just be happy that we have an online game but um, I'm yeah, happy. I mean, you're right to question it. You know, it does kind of mess with the the the, the theme.
1: My head. Why are there trees and grass and happy wildlife? Did the people move back? Did they escape? I have questions.
0: Maybe it's explained in the game, so we'll just have to see if that's something that they actually address or not, or whether, whether it's just an oversight. But, that's a
1: massive oversight
0: yeah Uh but overall what did you rate the the conference like what's your actual rating
1: overall i'm gonna give it a solid um an eight
0: an eight okay and what did you rate ea as well
1: that was a negative 10
0: (laughs) yeah so i'd probably give ea uh i think i gave it a two out of ten on the the throwdown when it was on there um and as for bethesda i probably give them about uh, a seven. I'll give them a seven.
1: Oh just a seven? But you got your elder scrolls.
0: Yeah, but uh yeah I mean it was cool you know like we got the logo and everything which is cool that was like the main thing I wanted but uh just I'm 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 thinking of it in terms of overall enjoyment and like, excitement at you know what they showed and I think I would place it around there, just going off of what I know now, because I know what come came after and stuff. So I would give it, you know, I give it a seven. Eh. Um. So yeah, that was Bethesda, and then um, on Monday we had uh, it was Square Enix first. Uh, now, did you did you watch that? Because it was very short.
1: That was like all. That was one of those shows where if you literally went to the bathroom <laughs> and back, you would have missed the whole show. I don't understand the purpose. I mean, I'm happy that they didn't have any talking. It was just pure games. But the thing, my biggest problem is that we saw the trailers already. Yep. So what was the purpose of, of that even happening? Was it like to make fun? Was it a joke? Were they getting paid to be that bad? I have questions. But my expectations were so high. You know, I wanted my Avengers game. I wanted my Final Fantasy VII remake. I wanted some Guardians of the Galaxy. I wanted something. And, And you gave me nothing at all. But The Quiet Man and Babylon's Fall, and it was like teaser trailers that didn't tell us anything. I don't know what it's about. I have no information on it. So, yeah, screw you. You, you, they're like a negative one. They're worse than today.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that 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 this was the worst one. Um, I mean, of course, it wasn't a traditional press conference. It was just a stream, but still, you know, when people hear that Square Enix is having and uh, like some sort of showing during E3 people get excited for that, you know? So like, why did you even bother to hype this up or, you know, make it a thing unless you were going to show us like, you know, new stuff.
1: I would have even been fine with, remember the world of final fantasy. Yeah. If they just did a sequel to that game, I would have been good. Yeah. But I don't know what they showed. I, it was bad. It was bad. And shadow of the Tomb Raider, didn't they, didn't they open it with shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. I hate that game.
0: So
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate that game. That,
0: that was the only thing where they showed something a bit more because, uh, of course, we saw Tomb Raider at Microsoft, but um they showed like a little bit more of the gameplay during that. Right.
1: And and remember, like Tat and I, we've been seeing this like months before, so it's new to you guys, but it's old to me. Yeah. So yeah, um, it was. Just-
0: God, so and bad. they ended on Kingdom Hearts And it was the exact same trailer That they showed at Microsoft So that was like, you know, that was a big blow Oh, um, they, oh,
1: it really screwed, screwed The whole thing, remember Dragon Quest Eleven? Yeah, yeah But it's already out in Japan
0: Yeah Yeah, that always happens with that game though Because it comes out in Japan first But um, I do feel like They shouldn't have shown it because we'd like you might as well just like not google the
1: trailer
0: yeah yeah so i mean
1: just sort of looks fun that that's it like they get nothing nothing
0: yeah and like just you, all we wanted was an update about final fantasy 7 remake we, we just wanted an update to see how it's going you know um <laughs> see if it's the,
1: sure. just be like hey we haven't forgot about you
0: yeah, like uh, I'm convinced Square Enix are the, the kings of trolling their fans because they know what we want and they just never give it to us. Like here, they would have been better off just not having a show at all and we would have been completely fine with that. We would have just continued with our lives and, you know, there would have been no expectations. But just the fact that they chose to have one, we were all like, yes. like we we're Okay, we're going to get an update. We're going to get some new information. I was but excited. Nope. nope. Well- we didn't get any. No,
1: we, so. we didn't dig it. No near.
0: Yeah, except that you know, Nier is coming to uh, Xbox now, but yeah, you know, we already, yeah, you know, we already played that. So yeah,
1: no, no, they can, they, they, I feel was worse than EA. That was disrespectful. I'll
0: give them a three out of ten just because I love Square Enix and yeah,
1: I love them too. But when you're going to be that disrespectful, wait, actually, I'm going to give them one point. So they get a one because they did show the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit and that looks really good. I've no idea what it's about. It's like it's kid and his imagination and he's like living his best life and being happy. No one's an alcoholic and everyone's happy. So they get one point for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. but But, But
1: but it was already announced at microsoft conference
0: exactly yeah so they
1: lose it they get
0: nothing um you mentioned the avengers game and my thing is with that like that's another reason why i'm pissed they even had something because like it doesn't make sense to have an e3 show unless you're going to show avengers because that's the perfect place to show it because you can't show that at tokyo game show like you you gotta show that in america because it's an american property you know and it's this is where it's the biggest it would be a big deal if you announce in the year of infinity war we just had infinity war it would have been a major thing if they announced if they revealed the avengers game you know like that would have been incredible but they didn't even do that so
1: superman what were they doing superman
0: no that's a rock steady that are doing that okay I'm mad about Superman too. Yeah. But yeah, so square Enix, next they get a three from me or one from you. Okay, so
1: Oh, I took away that one because I just remembered that the Captain Spirit shirt dude is was at Microsoft.
0: Oh yeah, he was at my yeah. Okay. Zero. So so zero.
1: hmm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, so next was Microsoft. Um oh, sorry, not Microsoft, uh, Ubisoft. Movie. Yep, and they opened with Just Dance. They had a panda. Um, I know Dana was enjoying that part, and she said yeah. she's going to buy that game. So.
1: Right away, guys. Me and the panda. No, that was,
0: that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, they hopped into some Beyond Good and Evil 2, and we actually got to see some gameplay, but then they kind of confused everyone, and they were like, Oh, we want you guys to contribute to this game to help us. You know, you, we want you to come up with sounds and uh, you know uh, music and you know like they basically they want graphics, sounds, and you know stuff like that from the community to implement into the game. Um, and that, that's probably not the best thing to announce right there because uh people now think that you want help developing the game you know and people just people really really want that game so they don't want to hear about anything that could potentially harm the experience or hold up the experience you know like uh they probably could have announced that separately as 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 its own announcement you know away from e3 but um but see
1: here's the thing i would have been perfectly fine with that but that other game, the shimmy, the what was what the what's the game? Shumi, Shushimi.
0: Tsushima.
1: shimu, oh, Shushima. Shima, remember when they had that whole stinking GoFundMe thing and we still haven't gotten the game and then it's like 20 years later and then they release the footage and it looks like dog poop.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you would have been fine. And I would have been like, yeah, let's contribute, you know, not monetary, but like ideas. But that other game just ruined that whole experience for me.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seemed weird to announce that, like there. Um but yeah, I mean it was cool seeing the, the game again. It's, it seems like it's space focused and stuff, which is cool. Um, I like the the, the character they had you playing as. Um, I'm not sure if you play as her the whole time, but it seemed pretty cool that you, you know, that character that you play as and stuff. Um, it reminds me of Domino from Deadpool. That's who it reminded me of. But
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, um, they also had Division Two there and um, they already they showed that at Microsoft as well, but um they showed a different mission here, I think uh they showed some different clips of gameplay in that um and they announced that there's going to be raids and stuff like that there's a lot of like extra additional content that you're going to be able to get when it releases and everything or shortly after which is cool um i've already kind of made up my mind that i'm going to buy division 2 anyway because the first one was it was good while it lasted um so you know this one has potential um and they showed. Uh, I I kind of blocked out a lot of what they showed after that because it was they, they had a lot of questionable things. Um, they talked about Rainbow Six Siege and some new content for that, I believe. Um, but the big thing was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You know, they revealed that game. It's going to be in Greece, and they showed a lot of gameplay. The combat looks like a lot of things in the game look similar to Assassin's Creed Origins. So you can kind of tell they kind of molded it and shaped it based on that new engine that they made. Um, You know, even the menu screens and everything like that look kind of the same. Uh, They announced that you have a choice of two characters to be for the main character. And one of them's male, one of them's female. So you can choose, you know, between those two different characters. And I'm guessing that, you know, people will interact with you differently depending on which one you are to some extent. Um combat looks really good and the setting the setting always looks good in Assassin's Creed, and that's a big part of why people love it, you know, because revisiting all these different countries in in um, pivotal times in their culture and everything um, that's always uh, an interesting thing and just to see how it's you know how detailed the you know the locations are that's that's one of the biggest appeals of the game. So I'm looking forward to exploring Greece. Uh, I still need to visit Egypt, and you know, com- finish, finish seeing Egypt in Assassin's Creed Origins. But oh,
1: I thought you really mean like in life, like I'm going on a trip to Egypt.
0: <laughs> I, I do want to, do want to, but
1: I'm so I, jealous.
0: Sadly, Origins is the closest thing I get to that. But yeah, um. I, Ubisoft had a solid conference. Like it was, it was okay. Like there was some stuff I enjoyed seeing. There was some stuff I could have did without seeing. I, I would say it's you know average. It was an average show. I give it like a five, five wow. out of ten.
1: Yeah. Skull and Bones, man. Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah, it was... is a Sea of Thieves that we never got. We deserve that one. We deserve Skull and Bones. That looked incredibly crazy. The fact that you can, not only you're destroying other ships, it's like completely free-for-all. You get to invade the ships as well. And you have to work together with like other ships to steal other people's loot. It was like a pure free-for-all, but it somehow worked and it made sense. And it looked really good. So yeah, that... Amazing. I'm the only person who's excited for a transference VR. Um, it's a it's, it's an Elijah Wood. I'm not going to say an Elijah Wood game, but it's an Elijah Woods production. Like he helped with the game um, and, and and he just came out. And it was really sweet and charming about it. But anyway, the game itself allows you to be in other people's minds. And I think that it also has to deal with um, like cyber warfare as well. And I'm telling you, it's very good. I don't know, but I like, I think that it might slightly be based off of the movie that came out years ago with um, um, Ryan Winners and um, a man's name who I'm forgetting. But anywho, I'm the only one who's like excited for that. Also, Starlink Battle for Atlas. That looked very good. And remember, we got Star Foxes in it. Um, it's it's a toy for life game, a toy to life game, but it's not like Skylanders. This is for adults. This is not for kids. Um, it's like a, it's a space fighting game. And remember, it's going to be like Nintendo. The Miyamoto came out and they gave him a, a whole little miniature ship of the game. And I'm telling you, it it looked really good. I heard about it like a while ago. This has been in the making a while a while ago, and it comes out October 16th, which also made me excited because you know, a lot of these dates that we got were in 2019. or February 22nd. seems like to be like that spot there. So I'm really excited for that. Um, for honor. I know a lot of people are mad, but there's a lot of women that's going to be in for honor and people was just angry on Twitter. Um, Also, we're getting the expansion pack called Marching Fire. And um, I believe that there's a starter edition, which is free to play for PC players this week. So right now you can play it for free. Um, I like For For Honor. I believe I had the first one and just kept getting it. I really like that. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey looked okay. I'm not blown away by it because it looked like the previous Assassin's Creed game. So... That kind of wasn't ex- as exciting for me as I thought it could be. I think that the, the thing with Assassin's Creed games for me is that I love the history. I just love learning about, you know, all these different wars and different lands and different, you know, countries and area and stuff. So that for me is like something that I like. The Beyond Good and Evil thing, I found it to be really interesting that Joseph Gordon it. Remember, he's attached to it and he's working with them. And he's gonna see the thing is that, I know people are like, no, we don't want to contribute our ideas. But Hit Records is kind of like a platform where you get to create your own stuff and they add it on to like bigger projects so because it's his company and it's his program i think it's going to work out perfectly well this is not like a bunch of people just randomly tweeting the head of the studio their ideas and just randomly sending things this is something that i think is going to be very well filtered and they're going to take the best of ideas from everything to create this game that's could be really great and if it sucks then it's all you guys fault because it's technically all your ideas so um i like that and also if anyone cares about trial there's a new trial coming i didn't really feel anything for it um the thing with the division two is that it looked really great but i am sick and tired of playing um apocalypse zombie virus type games Unless it's like Resident Evil 2, and we'll get back to that. To that was at another conference, but um, yeah, that's that's the thing for me. And I know that there there's another. I think they did a DLC for um Mario versus uh, rabbits. I just didn't care to sit through a concert like I when I'm watching the presentation. You know, for the first time, I just want to see what the gameplay and the tra- and trailers are. But like the second time, when I watch it on my own time, I can appreciate the concert part of it. But um, I know that there was also, they announced um, Mario, no, they announced the um, Donkey Kong DLC for um, Country Tropical Breeze, and I really like that game. So that put a smile on my face. I do wish that there, no, that's another conference, so I'll save my thoughts for that later. Yeah, that's it. Sorry.
0: So Skull what, and Bones. What was your rating?
1: My rating is gonna be see an eight point
0: nine nine. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh like you mentioned Skull and Bones. Um that that game does look really good. And I actually played that last year at last year's E3. Um, How was it? It was good it was fun but like back then it was you know it was a lot like if you played assassin's creed black flag it was like you know the ship battling and stuff in that but really expanded on and you know put into the context of like multiplayer so i, I played with uh i believe three other people and it was like the four of us against the team of other but there's like different game modes you can do and i'm sure you know a lot of it is going to be um it, it's going to really like it, it's going to blow sea of thieves out the water. let me just say that like this this is the real pirate game that you've been waiting for like you know if you're if you're really into the whole pirates and looking for treasure and things like that this is the game that's going to give you the proper experience you know so um it, it's a really fun game and it's probably going to surprise a lot of people when it comes out so that is another you... plus uh i'll probably bump my score up to six for ubisoft because that's it
1: Sheesh, cold-blooded.
0: Yeah, I'm a tough critic. I'm I'm, I'm Simon I'm a... Cowell.
1: Do you know if you, like, get to have to fight monsters in the sea or anything like that? Like, are they going to come and try to destroy the boat?
0: No, there's no, like, monsters. It's it's only, like, other pirates and, you know, uh, probably, not... like, maybe there will be people with cannons, you know, at castles or something, like, you know, shooting at you and things of, of that nature. But um, it's mostly just you against other pirates.
1: Well, it's still in development, so maybe they can throw in
0: a Kraken or two. Oh, so you actually want, like, monsters and things?
1: I like want that? a little Kraken, at least, at least for the background, at least. Give me some scenery of Krakens.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, that's something they consider. Maybe they can have, like, you know, skeletons. That's popular for um, <laughs> that's popular for pirate times. You know, you could have a, a, a possessed skeleton chasing yeah, yeah. you, a fleet of them or something, like, chasing after you
1: can I get to die of dysentery <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah um, that's a that's a cool game so yeah the next um, conference after Ubisoft was the PC gamer show and I didn't know what to expect like this has been a running joke because every year I'm since the PC uh, gaming show that first started you know, I've actually been at E3, but I've never actually got to go to that conference. And it's all because nobody actually wants to go with me to the conference. So it's like, you know, either I'd have to go venture out somewhere in the middle of LA on my own to, to go and see it. Or, you know, I stick with the team and then I go see what they're seeing or whatever, you know. So I usually just choose to to stick with the team and see what they're seeing. But um, yeah, so this is the first year that I've actually gotten to watch it and of course i'm at home but i actually quite enjoyed the pc gaming show because everyone i thought you know used to watch it i I thought people hated that show like i thought people always shitted on it and you know they didn't think it was that good they thought it was boring um there's too much spec talk or whatever like these are all things i heard about the show but from watching it it's probably one of the most consistent shows in terms of just showing you back to back games. You know, like, cause all they did throughout the show was they sh- they showed you uh, gameplay of the game, like a trailer, short trailer, and then the developer would come out and talk about it. And he wouldn't, they wouldn't talk for too long. They would just come out and, you know, give a brief overview, uh, talk about, you know, how they're going to release it, extra content, all that stuff. And then they kept it moving right on to the next game. So it was probably one of the most consistent press conferences at E3, to be honest. Um, and there was so much variety in the game showing. Um, granted, they did show like four different Battle Royale games, and um that's a bit OD because you know Battle Royale is like the new fad and everything, and I'm pretty sure people are gonna get burnt out on all these battle royale games but besides those like there was a lot of different original games in that show and stuff so i I would give that show um wow what would i rate it um i would probably give them like a a five you know just because because you know it like ubisoft had more powerful games you know so i give them the six and PC gaming show, it was consistent, but like they didn't have that one major thing, like, you know, to kind of outshine the others, but like it was in terms of the actual show itself, it was consistent, it was enjoyable and we saw a lot. So solid five from me, I think. What about you?
1: See, once again, I don't think we're watching the same, same shows, maybe it's like a UK thing. I don't know. Which the game, the PC game show. The thing is that I've always hated it because it is tragically boring. Like I am crawling on the floor begging for my life to return because it's boring. They always come in with that couch and that horrible like talk show format. But this year they was like, nope, we're going to make it energetic and it's going to be fun. And it's going to just be games. And he showed 43 trailers, 43. Um, and granted, it was some trailers and things that we already seen before, but it was exciting, and I liked it. So I thought it was very, very good. We had the um, more of the Fallout seventy six game demo. Um, they talked about the online part of it. Uh, we also got a Pit Boy infused multiplayer trailer. We got a lot of trailers. Um, so I was pretty okay with that. Um, I thought that they would talk a little bit more about Cyberpunk 77, but they really didn't that much. Anthem, they showed tons of Anthem, which, just again, the more I watch, the more I care less about that game. They showed more of The Division 2. Like, if you wanted to know what this game was about and how it looked, I think they just played the entire game by the time E3 was over with. Um, They got Doom Eternal. That was good. That was really exciting. We got more Rage 2, and I already said that I liked it. You know very much so um my thing is they got uh the, the the killing floor they got a sequel to the killing floor and i really liked the first game so for me overall they announced a lot of like games that yes we already saw but but they announced you know halo infinite and 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 more stuff but they announced some pretty solid pc games and i was really shocked because i just thought they was going to talk about amd the whole time and show warhammer and it didn't show warhammer and we didn't get Rome Total War, so I was kind of shocked about that, but we got everything else. So I say it was a solid seven. I liked it, it was good. And this is coming from someone who does not like the show.
0: Yeah, man. Don't don't sleep on the PC gaming show, people. But maybe it was different last year because I know in previous years AMD actually sponsored the show. It was um I think that was different with this one so maybe you know this is the first good one i i don't know i can't say because i haven't seen any of the others but i can tell you that that pc gaming show from this year was really good so if you haven't gone if you haven't watched it yet i would you know go take a look at it because it was pretty cool it's really good really really yeah um so after the pc gaming show was of course the one a lot of people were looking forward to which is the sony playstation press conference now there's a lot to unpack with this one um they you know uh, richard was actually texting me at the time he, he was probably texting you too um and you know he told me you know that oh they're not sitting us down this year they got us standing you know and He was talking about how much that sucks and everything and then um, you know, I, I saw pictures from inside on Twitter and everything, and they were in the church, and I was like, wow, what's going on? Like, is Sony starting their own cult or something? Got scared. Uh, yeah, I thought, like, someone was going to get sacrificed or something. Like, <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, the show started. Sean Layden came out. He, he was looking anxious. He was a bit nervous and everything. And then uh, the dude with the banjo came on. Or uh, which instrument was it first? I can't remember. No, it was, it the, was flute. The flute, yeah, yeah, flute. Uh, yeah. Because they had like two or three different instruments throughout that show. I uh, can't remember which one was first, but yeah, you, if you say it's the flute, it must be the flute. Um,
1: I don't so know it, what it was. I thought it was open, but apparently it was a
0: flute. Okay, yeah. So the the guy plays that, and then um, it goes into a last of us 2 trailer and they're in the exact same room that you know people who came to the conference are in like it, it's modeled exactly the same you know so that was a cool effect i thought like you, you know having having them be in a room that that's exactly like the one in the game kind of thing um so they showed last of us 2 it looked incredible um the the animation just the the presentation of the game, like the way it flows, um, you like you can never tell when it's just a, a, a CGI or when you're actually playing because it just it looks seamless. It looks the same, you know. Um, it was an incredible trailer. Um, and then you know when when the trailer ends, they tell us, "Hey, you know, this is a brief intermission. We're just moving everyone." So at that point, they were moving the whole you know all the the people from press you know richard was there and everyone else you know they moved them from that church room into the main theater where you know they were going to resume the rest of the show now that was a very confusing point because at that point we were questioning questioning whether um there was going to be a different stage or you know a different room for each game or something like that you know which would probably get tiring especially for the people who were there but um yeah they, like having just having that intermission right there i think that kind of really uh hurt them a little bit in you know in terms of the people watching because we don't want to see that like we you know the microsoft press conference was just back to back to back games you know just like the pc gamer show like that's what we were conditioned for so having that amazing trailer open up the show and you know just kind of uh blow us away yeah we were all blown away by it and then just to have them slow things down like it just it wasn't good pacing i think like if they would have hit us with something else incredible it would have been like yo sony's unstoppable but you know they had that intermission and it it just kind of slowed things down slowed down the momentum but then we did see ghost of tsushima and that 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 whole gameplay segment, it, you know, that, they impressed me with that. Let me just, I, I can't even find the words. Like, they caught my attention because I was sleeping on this game. You know, I was like, oh, so a bunch is making a game. That's cool. You know, that, that's pretty much, that was the extent of my excitement until I saw that trailer. Like, and wow. Like, I love, you know, samurais and and you know, ninjas and things like that. But this was like a whole nother level. We haven't had anything like that before, you know, in terms of that style of game. Cause whenever you do get something like that, it's like Ninja Gaiden, you know, it's it's a straight action kind of game. Um, you know, fast paced and you know, it's it's just different. But this was just it's it's that whole Last of Us style of presentation where it's like it's cinematic, you know, it's like, it's a game, but it feels like an experience. It feels like you're there. It, it draws you in. Like it's just it's something completely different. And yeah, uh, they they caught me with that one. Like I I'm definitely gonna buy that game day one. I would urge everybody to go see that if you missed out on it because that game looked incredible. Um, and uh, they were they showed the remedy game called Control. Um, you know, which is we later found out that that was multi-platform. But just to know that Remedy is back doing what they want, and you know they're making third-party stuff now—that's pretty cool. Uh, we got a teaser for—is it Resident Evil Two? That I think it's a remake.
1: The remake.
0: Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. I don't know anything about Resident Evil to be honest. So uh i haven't played those games i've only played them like briefly i haven't really you
1: don't understand you're missing out no no resident evil man i used to play that as a kid and it scared my soul
0: yeah i mean i i, I played the first one on playstation like because my brother had it but i never Strong. took i never took an interest in it
1: Nah, it scared grown men grown men were scared You don't understand. You just don't understand. It's a
0: game you don't play at night by yourself in the dark. Yeah. It's a. It it looks cool. It's good that, you know, people have something to look forward to for that. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, And then I think they went into Death Stranding next. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was very confusing, too. Um, I mean, I, I like Kojima. I like Kojima's work he did amazing things with metal gear solid you know that that's one of those games that are just you know for me there's a few like series of games in history that are just you know they just stay with me in my heart like i carry them everywhere you know final fantasy uh gta and you know fun um sorry uh melga solid is one of those series as well so i you know i i held up kojima very high you know in terms of my important people like he's a very important person but i must say that this trailer was just straight straight up confusion like i don't think anybody understood what was going on um and the 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 footage that was shown the actual gameplay it was not appealing at all we just saw people walking with crates or fridges on their back or you know babies on their stomach like it it's just it's weird like we we still don't even know what kind of game this is we don't know if it's a shooter like if it's a you know you're going to be shooting guns or if it's a puzzle game or you know a horror game or something i don't know like there was no questions answered and we left with more questions than we went in with i think so yeah, it was very confusing. Visually it looks amazing, but I think it's about time Kojima just comes out and, you know, tries to communicate what he's what his vision is here. Like, because I, I think it's getting to that point where, you know, we 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 just got too many questions about this game. Um and then they they ended it with, you know, Spider Man. And that was incredible. Like I can't wait to play this game now. Uh, and that's only a few months away but uh we saw Spider-Man in the prison and you know uh we saw most of the sinister 6 um who was missing i think uh doctor Ock was missing um but we got most of the other from you know the, the sinister 6 so just to know that there's going to be you know a lot of different spider-man villains in the game and uh the combat looks a lot like uh the Arkham games, but obviously Spider-Man's different, so it's like, you know, it, it it still looks quite original. It looks a lot more fast-paced than the Arkham games. But um I hear like Richard actually played it and he said control wise it is a lot like Arkham but you know there's it, it also has a lot more depth to the, the kind of offense you can you can give off as well. So there's uh there's another layer of complexity to it, I guess. Um, but yeah, it looks incredible, man. Um, and I didn't want to see too much of the story, so I'm glad they left it where they left it. Uh, it was kind of like a, you know, we were left hanging in terms of who shows up because it looks like someone shows up to help Spider Man. And that could be anyone, you know, it could be Miles, it could be Iron Man, you know, it could be another Marvel character, but, or it could be Black Cat, you know. Um, But we don't know and that's good Because that's going to keep us on the edge of our seat Until September We're going to be left wondering who else is in this game So yeah That was definitely a good trailer To show I think Um, And Yeah I mean Sony's press conferences There's going to be a lot of different thoughts on it Um, You know depending How you see it And I'm going to ask Dana what she thinks But for me I feel like they showed their their main exclusives, you know, and the the exclusives that they showed are the strongest exclusives that were shown during all E3, in my opinion. Um, now, Microsoft showed more games, but you have to remember that most of those games are third party, and if they're if they're not, you know, um, if they are exclusive, then they're they're, they're timed exclusives, like because a lot of those ID games we later found out that those were timed exclusives and they included, you know, all that stuff into the the 18 exclusives, you know, that the, those word games that they play. When they said that we're sharing 18 exclusives, a lot of them were timed exclusive, you know? So they, they, you know, they played a lot of game with the messaging and everything, but they showed a lot of games regardless. We saw a lot of trailers. So in terms of just seeing games, Sure, Microsoft, you know, had the more solid conference, but Sony clearly has the most important exclusives of all. You know, like their their exclusives were just phenomenal. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but in terms of rating, I'm giving it a nine out of ten because even though they didn't show as many games as Microsoft, what they did show was incredible. You know, it was like an experience, and I can tell that playing each of those games is going to be a different experience than what you get anywhere else so for that i give them nine out of ten and just so everyone knows i gave microsoft an 8.5 you know if you go back and listen to the reaction we did so yeah i'm giving sony a nine just because the quality of the exclusives is just that far ahead you know but what's your thoughts on sony's press conference well we lost dana but i'm sure she will return shortly I'm not sure what happened but yeah man sony was good sony was they they brought it i thought no just the, the quality of those exclusives I, now i know it was weird that you know they had people walking to the other thing and they even showed that after the show they they actually recorded people moving
1: i got so excited it disconnected everything look for me this was a conference where i was like thank you lord that i am alive to experience this this was one of the best conferences like they've had good conferences but this was one of the best conferences that I have sat through. They started out, yes, they started out with the cult church, right? And the set and the decorations was like, I didn't know what was going on. I was waiting for chickens to come out and be beheaded. I was waiting for like a preacher to come with the snake. And I was waiting for like, remember that scene in um, the Kingsman with that whole church scene? That's what I was really waiting for. I didn't know what was going on. But then they showed had that game and how it related to the church that they was in. That game is so freaking beautiful. The graphics are so incredible and the brutality. Like I was watching that and I was like, oh my God. Like, I think my heart stopped a couple times because, sorry, because of just how brutal and, but yet beautifully done it was. And remember it was like that whole kiss and everybody got like really either panicky or really excited, like, oh no, women kissing. That whole scene there, everything was done was just like, this is incredible. What's going on? Who is this girl? What's really, you know, what's what's happening here? But, um, yeah, Last of Us Part 2 looks like it might actually be better than the first part. I said might, so don't kill me if it's not. Anyway, Ghosts to uh, Tsushima. I was not really paying any attention to that whole, you know, to the game and, and, and so when it came on, I was like, okay, this is nice. It looks really beautiful. Look at the grass, the trees, the wind. You know, they got the environment down really well. And then it just went to pure chaos from, like, zero to ten in, like, one second. That game was incredible. Like, I would say that that may, I don't know, because we have to wait till it actually comes out and we play it. It may be one of the best samurai games. Just, just It was just it captivated me. And it, like, I woke up and was like, Oh my God, what is this? And I know that you didn't like that. They transitioned from the church and they went into the other room and then they went like for us, they went and started talking like in like this, um, talk show type format where they were sitting down in the chairs talking. I like that because I needed a breather in between, um, last of us part two and Ghost of Tsushima. So I think that that was well-timed for me, even though like from our end, it was a little bit of a technical difficulties we started having. But <clears throat> for me, I just needed to calm down because after seeing The Last of Us it was like, oh my gosh, I needed to breathe and to digest everything that happened. And then Ghost came on. I was like, oh my God. And then I needed to breathe again. Um, they announced, um, um, what is it? I forgot. They announced another game. I forgot what it was. I think it's, no, Neo? Neo 2 um they announced that yeah Neo that was 2. Neo 2 yeah, they announced that so that was exciting as well. See this is why we had the little breathers because we needed that um, goes to Tsushima I know it's an open world obviously it's a samurai game um it's being developed by um, the sucker punch people so that right there you just know it's going to be really great um and the whole the way how they depicted Japan and the type of sword fighting that they had oh my god gosh it was just beautiful, and the leaves did you not see the leaves they got the leaves it was beautiful. Leaves. they were they were good leaves anywho so that was great control that looked crazy i didn't exactly know what to come from it i know that there was the people who did um alan awake or, um alan wake sorry and quantum break so yep expecting a lot i already know it's gonna be great because I like Alan Wake and I like Quantum Break. So I'm I'm excited for that one. And it looked like it was like a l- lot of mind control type things going. It's called Control. So I thought everything was just well, well named and looked really good. Resident Evil 2 Remastered. It was pretty good. It was really exciting. I like that. I wish it was coming out this year. But January 25th, I'm okay with. As long as it's not something in February. I'm all right with a January 25th date. Um, but it looked good. And rest in peace to the rat. Really, that was sad. Um, the, the, I know they showed some Kingdom Hearts, but they added in the Pirates of the Caribbean um, world in there. I don't really feel anything. The thing is, is that for me with Kingdom Hearts 3, the more you show me, the less I'm excited for it. The game, like that world itself looked really nice. It And, I, and they really seemed to capture... I don't know if it's modeled after johnny depp or they got some type of look alike or what but i think it looks really great it looks like him they did a really great job and he has a better um voice actor than the other characters because i just can't get what the other characters i don't know what's going on there I and mean, the music is not it's driving me crazy but um it looked really good now here's the thing with death stranding i don't want to know what this game is about i'm happy that the trailer that they showed just confused everybody Although I will say the walking was a wee bit off-putting, but there was that weird opening with, like, the baby. We saw the baby, and then we saw the baby's butt, and then we saw the baby's face, and then it, like, was this tube thing. I don't know what's going on. I was slightly upset that I didn't see any Mad Mackelson, but the thing is, I don't want to know anything about this game. I just want it to be a bunch of conspiracy theorists just running around telling us what they think the game is. And then when we all play it, like when it comes out and people get their hands on it and, you know, they they start streaming it it's like a big climactic, oh my gosh, that's what it's about. That's what I want. And I remember Guillermo talking. They did a, a bunch of interviews and he was saying that nobody knew what the game was about aside from Guillermo. And he tried to explain it to Norman Reedus and he tried to explain it to Mads and he tried to explain it to, you know, the people who are in the studio. And, and I know that Kojima, no, Kojima was the one who was explaining the game. And even Guillermo was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Nobody understood what the heck they was doing or what the game was about. Even though they was all doing it and they was filming it, they still didn't know what it was about. So I think it's one of those things where we have to wait until like the end and then we'll finally understand everything. So I don't want to know anything about it the um, the the whole spider-man game that we're getting it looks ridiculous i know everyone's like oh it kind of plays like the arkham asylum games and my thing is it really felt like spider-man shattered dimensions to me so it's really beautiful. I really, so far, I'm liking the gameplay. I'm liking what the script is, is telling us. I like the whole prison break. And I like the, all these enemies that he's facing all at once. And I know at the very end, we're going to see someone. Here's the thing. I think that this may be a tie-in to the Avengers game. I already know that Miles is in it because they tease Miles in the other one. And I was saying before, this game can't get any more great only unless they add Miles to it. And they added Miles and I freaked out. So we know Miles is in there. But I think at the very end, I would think I saw something green or something just like float by at the very end. And he was like, Oh, you're here. I think it's a tie in to to the Avengers. Even if it's just a random Iron Man flying by. So that's my thoughts with that. So for overall, um, I'm gonna say that. Oh, I know what we also got like. Um, the PSVR game that I can't pronounce, it's like D E R A C I N E. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, he uh, which game was you talking about?
1: PSVR game, I can't pronounce it. It's D E R A C I N E.
0: Uh, wait, is it who made that one? Is that from? Uh...
1: The the I can I'm dyslexic. This is I can't pronounce games.
0: Okay, yeah, I I need to look at that because I've I already forgot. I've seen I watched so many trailers that I can't keep track of them all.
1: It all blends together, but it's um it's a VR game, and I didn't expect Sony to announce anything. But it's new. It looks pretty. You know they had some floating curtains going on and it looked really good it was floating really well um, yeah and also that they announced that if you get the, the if you pre-order the black ops 4 you'll get from um, free maps for black ops 3 um, and if you have ps if you have a ps plus subscription you'll get black o- black ops 3 as a download and that's all available now today whatever um, i know that there was a small short for the destiny 2 forsaken um, I know that that um 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 there was this new platformer called Trover Save the Universe by Rick and Morty. That should be fun. That kind of like reminded me a little bit of like a South Park. Shockingly, we didn't get a South Park game. Just random thought about that.
0: Didn't they just I have don't. one come out though?
1: Well, we could at least got an announcement for another one. I don't know. I want another one. I'm selfish. Give me another one. Yeah, you. But love um. South Park. I thought it was a, I thought it maybe, maybe they can improve a little bit. Fractured butthole was all right. Like it could have been better. I like the concept, like the darker you are, the harder the game is. <laughs> yeah.
0: So
1: maybe they can say something about what's going on with immigration. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I thought it was a missed opportunity for that. But overall, I'm the opposite of you. I'm going to give it a solid 12. Wow. Out of ten, yeah. Because here's the thing, they showed really strong games. They know it was not as many as E3, but I'm for quantity, not qual. I mean, for good lord, I'm for quantity. No, I'm for quality, not quantity. Sorry. So they all looked really strong. So I'm I'm going with 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 PlayStation.
0: Yeah, I mean that is a reasonable argument. I mean that's why I scored them slightly higher than Microsoft because you know for me it was about quality and not quantity, and I feel like Microsoft they did a lot of like you know padding numbers and you know mm-hmm. they, they they used great word games you know for throughout Oops. their conference to to make it seem like they had a ton of games coming to Xbox, but really you those know. game those games are everywhere. You know they're on PS4, they're on PC. Like it's not a lot of those really want exclusive.
1: You we know, got so. a lot of, not- and also we got like games that are story driven. We got some some really great action games. That goes to Tsushima. Oh my god, that looks incredible. And I'm not like someone who gravitates towards samurai games. I saw that and was like, this is the greatest thing ever. It Reminded me of some Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon stuff. I'm ready for it. I need it. So that's the thing that really sold me is the fact that these games look like they are really great quality. And this is something that I don't want to rush through. I don't want to rush through Death Stranding. I don't want to rush through Ghost. I don't want to rush through Spider-Man. I want to take my time and I don't want to rush through Last of Us 2. I want to savor all of the moments because it looked like they took their time with it and they're creating some really great games. So that's what I'm for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that Sony definitely, you know, they did they did what they needed to do. So that's the main thing. But yeah, um, that was the and same X- conference.
1: Did same thing, but they didn't say that again. I said Xbox could have did the same thing, but they didn't. If Xbox did the same thing as well, I would have been. I would have given you the same score. They didn't.
0: Fair enough. That's,
1: and I think that's, that's what right. Xbox really is missing. They need quantity. No, they need quality, sorry oh. you, you understand what I'm saying, I'm confusing the two
0: Yeah, um, hopefully they, Now they've got those studios They can you know they can yes. start putting together More complete yes.
1: So. yes so overall, that's the thing I will say this, I'm excited for next year Because they got those studios now So who knows what can happen Maybe they'll blow us Completely away
0: Yeah, it's possible
1: I'm excited for that and I think that they knew that they need to blow some people away too. So that's why they got those studios.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, I'm sure that's part of it. But um, yeah, that was Sony. So um, the the final conference that we saw yesterday was the Nintendo conference. It and,
1: wasn't um,
0: a conference. Yeah, well, Nintendo Direct. It
1: wasn't um, a direct.
0: Treehouse. I don't know what I don't know what they called it. What did they call it?
1: they called
0: it smash it was smash just smash <laughs> oh yeah yeah pretty much yeah so as dana just said the yeah, this com- press conference was pretty much smash like it was they they spent like an entire 30 minutes showing us how to to play smash they showed us each character in the game um and they you know they showed us the pause menu the settings um they showed us you know how to unlock trophies they basically showed us the ins and outs of, of smash bros on switch so
1: turn it on how to turn it off how yeah. to save oh
0: yeah insert disc proof disc yeah all that um but yeah i mean they did show a few things before before the smash part. you know they showed uh pokemon they showed more of that They put the pokemon EV and pikachu game and how that works and how you can, you you know, they told us you can import um, Pokemon from Pokemon Go into, you know, the new game and stuff like that. Um, And I don't know, I'm not sold on it. Like, I'm not too fussed about it. I wanted just the proper Pokemon RPG, like the ones we've been getting on the 3DS. But this just seems too gimmicky for me, so it doesn't really appeal to me that much. I just want an RPG, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm not too thrilled about that. Uh, they did announce Fortnite for Switch, so you can download Fortnite. That's available now. It's completely free, um, I think. The worst
1: secret ever. Say that again? The worst kept secret ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we already knew that was coming. But, yeah, you can uh, download that. You can play with everyone um, and... I am hearing that if you created an account for Fortnite on your PS4, that you can't carry that over to to uh, no. Fortnite on Switch. So that's something to be aware of. Um, but yeah, Fortnite is on Switch now. It's on everything. So there you go. There you have it. Um, they showed us. Uh, I I really I can't. My my memory's bad, and I don't know Nintendo that well as it is. But they showed us. You know a few other games in there that i'm sure people will be interested in but for the most part the show was about smash bros and they didn't do anything to really convince me to buy a switch right now um i i do plan on getting one at some point so don't fight me you know don't kill me in the comments or anything i do plan on getting one at some point i'm just not rushing to it after seeing that press conference uh, the main thing for me was I wanted Pokemon, a uh, Pokemon RPG, and I wanted to see Shimagami Tensei, which is another JRPG that I like. Uh, they did show Xenoblade Chronicles, and that looks really good. I'm kind of interested in that. But besides that, they didn't, you know, they didn't show anything that made me want to rush to buy a Switch. But what did you think of it, Dana?
1: Um, I was kind of disappointed. Um the games that I thought they were gonna announce, they didn't announce. Um so overall, I was like, oh, okay. It was very Smash centric. And if you love Smash, good for you. If you're like, oh, I play it when I play it, then it just was like, okay. Um I know that they announced Super Mario Party. Um, which is really good. Um I, I liked how they, it's like a they, they changed some of the mechanics to it. And so for me, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I like that. I know that's coming out in October. Um, the, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I know that they said they was getting, as you said before, they're getting DLC. Fire album. Fire el... Oh, God, I can't talk. Fire... Emblem. Fire yes, emblem. The Three Houses. Um, I know people are excited if you like that game. Um, it's come to Switch. I you know you're excited for that, Gary. No? Spring 2019?
0: What, Fire um, Emblem? Yeah. Yeah, that game does actually look good.
1: Yeah, so there you go, Just one game to convince you. Yay, Fortnite. Um, as you guys, as you said already, I know that there was um Hollow Knight, um, which came out already on Switch. They announced it the day of. I've heard good things. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about it. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's as you guys know, it's gonna have the entire full roster of everyone who's ever been in Super Smash, and also it's gonna be Mario with cappy now so cappy i would have appreciated if cappy was his own person i think that would have been fun so then he can take on anything that he touches anyway so yeah um the, the full roster they had you know cappy is now going to be in it um um i know that they they added um daisy many people are excited for daisy i'm not excited for daisy but okay um also there is um um, ridley which is the metroid beast he's gonna be playable um they showed him during the the tournament the thing is is that i really wasn't sold on silver smash ultimate until they had the tournament the tournament came after the um what was it The, the i call it the nickelodeon game but it's not splatoon so it came after Splatoon. They had the Smash Brothers Ultimate. And that's what really sold me on the game, is to watch it, you know, people playing it full out and and Bayonetta and Riley was really good in the game. So that looked really good if you, if you watch that. There was more Splatoon um, expansions. The Octo was came out already, which was on um, June 13th, which it means it's today. So it came out today. Um, if you're a Splatoon person, I don't get it, but people love it. So, you know, go on and expand that pack. Um, I know that they added three Octo Octoling amiibos. Um, they added um I forgot which one. But anyway, they added three more. Also, the Pokemon Let's Go and the Eevee. They can't, they're coming out November 16th. Um, also there's gonna be the Pokeball plus accessory which allows you to unlock a me a mu what is it the me too a me you i don't i've never played pokemon so i'm sorry i played like pokemon go for like a week that was it but you get to unlock characters from the game um and the dragon ball fighter z is coming to switch this year um heroines tag team frenzy that's coming the octopath traveler is coming out in july um and there's, like, a whole bunch of other games that they announced that's already on eShop. So, if you like those games, yay. Overall, I didn't really feel anything for the show. I was really disappointed. I wanted a, a Yoshi's Woolly World 2. I didn't get that. But you that. I thought that would have been great. But, yeah. Over, overall, for me, it was, like, a five. Including, like, the whole Smash Brothers. Uh, tournament to five. I expected more.
0: Yeah. I, I, g- Metro,
1: I, um, at least Metro Tri- Prime Trilogy. Oh, we didn't get that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that baffled a lot of people. Um, For me, I, I'd give it like a four out of ten just because, you know, not too much for me personally to get excited for. I'm sure other people enjoyed it, but yeah, for me, not too much that you know that i was interested in so i'd give it a solid four um but i know it's coming
1: to yoshi is coming but they delayed it i know it's coming
0: yeah the thing is with nintendo they'll probably have like another direct in like a month or two anyway so there's probably a lot more to come that we just don't know yet um yeah I, i get the impression they're not as fussed about E3 as everyone else is so like they save some of their announcements for you know other directs throughout the year and stuff. And
1: there's also a Tokyo game show
0: yeah exactly so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more major uh, Nintendo news to come it's just that you know they didn't want to give it away at E3 I guess so yeah should have gave
1: something anything
0: yeah yeah they should have but hey it's nintendo um they, they do what they want
1: <laughs> yeah whatever
0: but yeah that was e3 that was you know all the press conferences obviously the convention is happening right now um yep. and that's going on till tomorrow um and you know richard's been playing a lot of stuff he's been texting me um so we we there's a lot of good previews and stuff to look forward to on the site we already have a Tomb Raider preview that you can check out from, uh, you know, Chelsea Chelsea Tahan, who's who's helping us with E3 this year. She's, you know, she published a Tomb Raider preview, so go check that out and everything.
1: Um, in my interview, I interviewed the the development team for Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah, definitely check that out as well. Um, the interview and everything. Um, and yeah, um, from our perspective, you know, E3. It was cool. Um, for me personally, I don't feel like this one was as big as previous years in terms of the caliber of announcements. Um, obviously 2015 was probably one of the biggest, you know, years in terms of megatons because we, we got the Final Fantasy remake and Shenmue and um uh Last Guardian, you know, like back to back to back and stuff. So that was a big year in terms of megatons. Um and uh 2016 and 17 they were you know, they were okay as well in terms of announcements. Last year, we got Beyond Good and Evil was one of the, the biggest surprises and stuff. Um, but this year, I feel like there wasn't any major surprises, you know, that kind of could be Battle considered Toad. a, a neg- megaton. Yeah, Battletoads you know, Battle is something, you know. Um, <laughs> but I think Microsoft biggest thing wasn't even a game it was the fact that they bought those studios and we're we're excited for the wrong reason because it's like we're we're only excited because there's been no games on xbox so that's why that that's why that announcement was a big deal like so that's based on a fault of their own you know um but in terms of just surprises and shockers that you know have us excited there wasn't really anything major so a lot of it was expected and a lot of it already leaked out, you know. So I think a lot of companies played it safe this year. Um, so comparing it to other years, I think this was just average, you know. But,
1: I will say, for one thing, the shocking moment happened completely off stage. And those who don't know, when David Anofsi said that "um The Last of Us Part 2 looked fake. And like all of Twitter lost their mind.
0: Wait, what? He said it looks fake?
1: Yes. He went and he said that the, the, um, the trailer that they showed during their conference, he said it looked fake. The gameplay. And everyone was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And he's like, yeah, of course. it's fake. And everyone completely lost their mind. Lost their mind. Remember, he's the guy, he, he works from um, the studio that's responsible for his Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That showed up during the Square Enix conference, and everyone just lost their mind and started attacking him and the game. So, yeah, that was like the most exciting part about E3, and it wasn't even on the stage.
0: Did he at least give an explanation for that, like why he thinks it's?
1: Oh, this is his excuse. Ready? He says, "Oh, it was bad, you know, bad translation. I don't understand English." But he used "fake," spelled it correctly, and he used it in a sentence that would be, you know, correct. He used everything correctly, but he was like, "Oh, it's bad translation. That's mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I only speak French. I don't know what I'm talking about. Fake must mean something else in another language." But if he was to do the Google translator for "fake" and, and you know put it in English, and how do you translate it into? French, it's the same thing. So that worked out lovely.
0: <laughs> so. that's, interesting.
1: that's interesting. But yeah, animations was fake. <laughs>
0: that's funny. Yeah,
1: and was like it was crazy.
0: Yeah, that I mean, yeah, I can see how that would be the most exciting thing because you know it was just average. You know, there wasn't anything majorly uh surprising about e3 this year we we expected everything and cool we're getting it you know and we got a lot of clarity in terms of release dates and release windows so that's good as well but um yeah that's our summary definitely leave in the comments your thoughts on e3 this year and you know let us know any particular thoughts you have and we'll address them on, you know, the, the next Corp podcast, which is going to be on Sunday when everybody's returned. So look out for that because, you know, you're going to get to learn a lot more about E3 from the people that were actually there. So I'll be on the lookout yeah. for that. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for joining us for this, you know, little uh, wrap-up of E3. And we'll see you next time. See you later, Dana.
1: See you later, people.